This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you'd like to support the work God is doing through us, go to our website, devotional.online, or click the link in the episode description below. Now here is your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. Uh, this is your host, Mark Stitchin, and with me today is Katie Mitchell. Hi. Hi, Mark. Uh, hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. We got, a, we got a beautiful day outside, um, you know, although it was severely cold earlier this weekend. Uh, we're actually recording this on Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Uh, did you do anything special this weekend? So actually we did. Uh, I have three sons and we went for a quick family camping trip. It was actually the first camping trip of the year for us. And uh, yeah, it started out with a really cold, rainy day. And then we had a little bit of snow yesterday, um, but we had great weather today to end the trip. We stayed a little bit later, so we had a really good time. Well, that's nice. Uh, you're, you're north of me, correct? You're up in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I'm about an hour north of you in okay. South Central Pennsylvania. Gotcha. Yep. Now, were you in a tent or in a camper? So I guess uh, many people would call it glamping because we were in a camper and uh, we were in a, a rather new fifth wheel that we that we purchased last year. Uh, but we did start our camping adventures a few years back in a tent. So we have had our fair share of tent camping. And uh, after a couple, you know, middle of the night thunderstorms in a tent, we decided to go for a camper. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a tent guy all the way. You know, I, I, um, no, no. You know, it's okay if people want to do the other thing, but I, I, I don't, for some reason I enjoy a tent. My husband and I would probably be able to do it a little easier if we didn't have the three boys. I mean, we have a year and a half year old baby. I don't okay. think he would do that. Yeah. That great in a tent. So yeah. Well, and then when it rains though, it does get, it does get pretty dreadful, you know, yes. go, go sneak <laughs> off into the car for a little while. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, but anyway, here at Amazed by God, we, we kind of like to get stories of, of what God's done amazing in people's lives, because we believe that uh, faith grows by hearing stories and hearing what God did through other things. The Bible is filled with stories of what he did for the prophets, and, and we believe that God still works in people's lives. So I asked you, Katie, what has God done amazing in your life? Well, that's definitely a loaded question. <laughs> and the thing is, if, if you would have asked me a few years ago, um, you know, I agree with you. Our faith grows by hearing other people's testimonies and other people's stories and ways that God is working in their lives. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, some of the stories I've heard, they're just so, they're so incredible and they're so dramatic as well. Like people have these crazy things that have happened to them that, you know, it would have, it, it's made me think in the past, you know, overall, I, I'll say like, I feel like I've had a really a great life, a blessed life. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like because of that, sometimes I allow the idea that, I haven't been through, you know, a crazy trauma or had like a huge 
breakthrough, like a moment where I'm like, oh my goodness, there it is. Uh, I have let that hold me back from, from sharing my story in the past. And what I have realized is it looks different for each of us with how God is working in our lives. And each one of us has a story. And for me, God has shown up. It, it's been more, it's the consistency. It's it's time after time, even in the little moments. And sometimes those little moments even mean more to me. Um, and as I, as time goes on and as I get older and, and also have more experiences, I'm able to really um, almost feel God's presence even more so now in my life. And, but I can look back in the past and see, well, he was, he was there with me through all of that mm -hmm. and see him in all those little moments too. And that, that builds my faith, uh, being able to look back and see that in each, each circumstance. Uh, but I, you know, today's mother's day and it's actually, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me that we're we're recording this on Mother's Day and probably the biggest part of my story about God's faithfulness in my life is with the loss of my mother. And Mother's Day is always, you know, so I lost my mother uh, nine years ago okay. to pancreatic cancer. I was, thank you. I was in my 20s. She was, she was only 57. And now what I can tell you is I am so blessed to have had so many amazing experiences with her and such an incredibly close relationship. Um, but, you know, and not a day goes by that I don't think of her and miss her. But I feel like these holidays and special days really just amplify that. So, you know, my birthday was last month in April. Then a few weeks later, we have Mother's Day. And those two days especially really amplify how much I miss my mom and how much I'm thinking of her. And so I would say if I can look back on my life, you know, that's, that's, that's the biggest trauma that I have experienced right, you know, to date. And that's when I really started to, um, my faith, my faith in God, you know, I've, I've always, let's see, I've been, I've considered myself a believer since, I think it was the age of 10 when I officially asked Jesus into my heart. Now, did your family go to church? Were they, they all believers as well? So I actually grew up in a household where my mother was Catholic and my dad was a Lutheran. Okay. Um, and so, yes, they believed in Jesus. But I will be honest, we didn't necessarily talk about Jesus a lot at home. I, I didn't necessarily have a personal relationship with mm -hmm. him. I, I believed in him. I prayed to him, you know, but, um, and, and then, like I said, about age 10 is when I remember like laying in bed at night, asking Jesus into my heart officially. And I, I would always pray to him at night. Um, but yes, so, so that was, that was interesting how, um, let's see. Yeah. It was my mid twenties when I lost my mom um, a couple, a couple years before I lost my mom, one of her best friends actually died of cancer. And when we went to her funeral, it was held at her church. And that when we, when we went to her funeral at the church, um, I was, I believe my husband and I were married at that point. And we kind of looked at each other and I just, I just thought, you know what? I really want to start coming back to church. There had been some years where I hadn't been regular, regularly attending church. Mm -hmm. And so that's when really God started working in my life. And, uh, and I'm trying to think the, um, the order of events here, but 
when I when I lost my mom, I was a new mother myself. I had my first son who was nine months old. And my husband and I decided that we really wanted him to grow up in church. Mm-hmm. So we did start to go to church regularly, um, really from the time our son was born. And then I joined a great, uh, a great mom's group at a church that was really wonderful and just started um, to teach me how to have that personal relationship with God and also how to pray, really pray for my family, my children, my husband. Um, But I'll be honest with you, when I lost my mom, you know, my personal relationship with God was, was fairly new. And I had so, so many um, experiences with just feeling some negative emotions, like just, of course, being angry, you know, the stages of grief, I think it's Mm -hmm. seven stages of grief that we go through. And, um, you have, you know, you have denial and bitterness and anger and, and then also just like, why asking God, why, why did you allow this to happen? God, like, I never, I felt like I never took my mother for granted. I never took that relationship I had with her for granted. You know, whenever we would leave each other hugs, kisses, I love you. Uh, every phone call end with an, I love you, you know? So I went through a time of just really kind of being angry with God and questioning him and why did this happen and why me and kind of just getting into that victim mentality, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and over the years, I, I I can't say exactly what it was. That's the thing. I don't, I can't say I have like a defining moment. It's just that God slowly, he started working on my heart and working on bringing me close, drawing me closer to him. And you know, I've heard before that sometimes God uh, uses experiences to just to bring us to our knees and look up to him, right? Like this was a time in my life when I felt like that's all I, that's all I knew to do, the pain and heartache that I was feeling. Um, and, and as I drew closer to him, it was just amazing what started to happen. Um, a couple years after I lost my mother, my husband and I decided to move to Florida, actually. And we really just wanted to get out of the cold and be in the sun. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) I'd love to go down there, yeah. When it's snowing on May 9th, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So so that was uh, 2014, and I had just found out I was expecting our second son. And you know what? We just decided, let's go before our oldest starts school. Let's just try it, and that way... You know, if it doesn't work, we can come back. If it works, great. But that way, you know, our oldest isn't isn't started hasn't started school yet, and it won't be a huge transition for him. So, long story short, we moved down to West Palm Beach, and um, we we only ended up being there for ten months, which is crazy. Like wow. we actually moved home in January. <laughs> we came back <laughs> to Pennsylvania in January. We didn't even stay for a winter. You didn't even wait for spring. <laughs> no, no. But it was it was just crazy how it happened. But in hindsight, when we moved down there, um, we actually started attending this amazing Baptist church. And the way we found out about this church, I won't go into the details because it'll, it'll like make the story last forever. But it, let's just say it was it was God's divine intervention for how we discovered this church. Mm-hmm. And the pastor, uh, my husband, really resonated with him. And I will tell you, um, my husband at this time, before you know, even though we had been going to church for a couple of years, he, he had not given his life to Jesus. Okay. So he was not, 
I guess, officially a um, believer. Yeah, you were still just checking and, things out and being called. Yes, exactly. Um, because he, he didn't really grow up in church. And so I had been praying for my husband. I wanted, I wanted that personal relationship for him so badly. I wanted salvation for him, but I also learned that we can't want something for someone more than they want it for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so when we were in Florida, um, you know, I, I had been consistently praying for my husband for a couple years by that point and really just stopped, you know, for a while I kind of was pushing a little bit and trying to have conversations. And then I just, I just backed off and I prayed. And when we went to Florida and found this church, the people were just so amazing. They came around us right away and they just like really took us into the community, into the church and spending a lot of time with us and having great conversations with us. And uh, we had been down in Florida for about two months at this point. So this was June. And um, two men at the church that my my husband had really connected with, they wanted to take him out to breakfast. And I was like, sure, great. That's, you know, go have fun. This was June 21st, 2014. And the reason I remember this date is because it's the day before our wedding anniversary. It's June 22nd. Okay. And so that day, Mike came home from uh, from breakfast, and I was just like, oh, how was breakfast? He said, oh, it's great. You know, and I that was it. I wasn't going to, you know, ask for any more details. And I still remember this, Mark. He, we were sitting in the car to get, we were, we were in the car getting ready to go somewhere. He looked over at me, and he said, honey, he said, happy anniversary. I'll be joining you in heaven. That's awesome. And I... <laughs> Oh my gosh, the emotions that went through me. I looked down and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> you know, I wasn't, yeah. I was, of course, in the back of my mind and in my heart, I had been hoping for something like that to happen. But when it, like, I just, I wasn't expecting it. And I, then of course I was like, okay, so tell me, how did the show come about? You know, and it was just, oh, it was so amazing. And so shortly after that, we were actually baptized together in the ocean. Our oldest son at that point, I think he was, he was, and so he got to witness mommy and daddy getting baptized in the ocean together. I mean, it was just so wonderful. So in hindsight, that's why God brought us to Florida, mm -hmm. right? Because we only lived there 10 months. I mean, it was just crazy how it happened. And we moved four times within that year. Like just to think how we even went through all that, you know, I, and I thought, oh my gosh, well, was this, was this crazy to even do it? Um, but it was it was God bringing us down there, really, to to save my husband. And isn't it awesome how when people actually step out and and do the things that God called us to do, like you know, take people under their wings and stuff like that, we we see God move. You know, it reminds me of of John fifteen, you know, uh, where he's talking about the vine, and that when we abide in Him, that He will mm -hmm. create you know, the fruit, the blessing, yes. and, and and that's not personal blessing. That's that's fruitfulness for His kingdom. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, and you know what? I meant to start the story off by saying the, um, the scripture that really has shaped my walk with God, if I can share that. It's, uh, it's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and um, I, can, I can read it. It's, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually... Uh, read this scripture oh my goodness it was it was a karen kingsbury book have you heard of her uh the name sounds familiar but i can't place it 
Christian author. So I I forget the book title, but that all of her books have um, a scripture like woven into the whole story. Mm -hmm. And that that was the scripture woven into the story. And although the story that I mean, the the book I was reading, it, it wasn't like my life at all. It was still that scripture really resonated with me. And ever since then, I have just seen that almost be like the theme of my walk with God, because it's it's so rarely ends up that it's our plan or that it's our original plan, right? Like I'm sure we've all experienced moments to those of you listening out there, your life may look, it's probably completely different than mine, but you also probably have a time in your life when, or multiple times, I should say, when you have this plan and you think it's going to go a certain way mm-hmm. and it's totally different. And you look back and you think, why or how or you know and I just feel like that's that's God working in our lives and I've also learned the hard way that the more we can let go and and just um, partner with God to really allow him to to work his his plan in our lives and just not hold so tightly to our own plans and try to control things that you know it's just it's just amazing the things that can happen um, and even if we aren't ready to let go and we are still having our, our fists clenched tight, he finds a way to um, just pry him open anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And just really get us to uh, to surrender to him. And I feel like this, the move to Florida, like that's, that's what this was for us. Um, so it was originally the beach and the sun calling our names, <laughs> but really it was it was God, you know? And so all of these, these things over time, you know, after that, there's just, now those were, those were two fairly um, memorable experiences, you know, losing my mom memorable in obviously not a positive way, Mm -hmm. but then my husband coming to Christ very, very much so a positive way. And ever since then, God has just worked in um, deepening our faith, strengthening our relationship with him. And, and just showing me that he's there for me. And, you know, it could be, like I said, even something small. Um, but he's just always showing that he's listening to me. Even if, let's say, um, I, I do I do a lot of my praying in the morning in the shower because that's my quiet time with my three, three boys. boys. Like, yeah. that's pretty much the only time I get to myself. And sometimes not even that. So, but, um, you know, I'll be praying in the morning and then later in the day, a song will come on my playlist. And it's just, it's just those, those little moments that reminds me that God is right there with me. And, uh, I just, I really feel that that scripture, the Proverbs three, five has been, um, just the theme of my life. And, and the things that I, that have happened these last few years, uh, I've, I've gone on a physical health journey and that has led me into an emotional health journey as well mm-hmm. as with my spiritual journey and the place I am now, you know, some big things are starting to happen in my life. Um, with what I see, uh, really, I'm just getting, a, I'm just getting a vision. Like I'm getting a clear picture of, of a vision and God's purpose for my life. And I can't say that it's ever been so clear before as it is now. And although it was, it was a horrible trauma to lose my mom at a young age, Mm -hmm. it really just set me on a path of, um, finding, finding the best version of myself because, you know, some things we can control about our health and some things we can't. But when I lost her, I thought, okay, so 
she's not here for me growing older. She's not here to see my children growing up. What can I do to do anything in my control? You know, like I said, I know we're not even promised tomorrow, but what can I do to take care of myself the best way possible so that I can have the best chance of being here for my children and my grandchildren? Mm -hmm. And that's really what inspired me and spurred me to go into this journey of bettering my physical health. And then as you're bettering your physical health, I realize it's pretty much impossible to do that without bettering my emotional and um, uh, relational and mental health too. Yeah. So like I said, that just led me one step to the next, to the next, to the next. And I feel like I look back on, you know, uh, losing my mom and seeing that I, I, I don't know, life would look very different if she were still here. But at the same time, would I be where I am now if that hadn't happened? Like just trying to see um, God using these situations, traumas, tragedies, using it for good. And it's like finding the silver lining. I always think of that phrase. I don't know why, but I guess it's because I, when I think of heaven, I just think of the sky and the clouds. And I think of, you know, just the beautiful clouds and, and the silver lining, just finding the silver lining of Mm -hmm. that situation. Well, I I know some people that listen to this podcast know, but, and and you probably don't, but I lost my dad when I was nine uh, to cancer, you know, and my, and my life fell apart. Um, but I look mm-hmm. back at it the same way. Like it sucks. Like the way that I grew up and everything that happened after that, it, it you know, was, was hard. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't have a dad and, 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 you know, I've, I've looked at ways that, that I've grown up and, and could see that I don't have a dad. Like I'm not handy with tools, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like I just never had anybody <laughs> teach me any of that stuff, you know, and, and I've never developed an affinity with that. I can't, you know, I, I'm not the person that's going to fix a car or anything else like that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I could YouTube anything. Um, but I also look at God going, God, I, I know where I am now and I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, I would have loved to have had my dad. I'd love to have, you know, had more experiences with him. Um, but God, I'm I'm grateful that I am where I am now, that you brought me through mm-hmm. it, that you were able to use that situation and turn it yes. into a positive, you know, um, you know, at least in my life, you know, and, and yeah, I, you know, we, we are sinful creatures and, and are products of the fall and we'll always have struggles with whatever happens. Um, mm-hmm. But we have to be able to look at it in, in a in a grateful way, um, because that's that truly is what what God asks us to do, that he is going to to direct our past, even when it hurts, even when he you know, chastises us and everything else. He's directing us into to what we would consider a, a positive light and into a positive manner, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. I, I know what that's like. And it, I don't know if you listened to the the thing a couple uh, weeks ago uh, where my girlfriend Jen uh, Hale had had expressed that she had lost her mother, too. And did, um, yeah. she she wanted to. You know, she wants to use this this idea of grief um, mm-hmm. to to really then turn on um, uh, to help people go through that process and to find what their calling is. And she developed a she developed a calling out of that. So, um, you know, that that's so awesome. And, and I absolutely love that, you know, people that you were new at a church <laughs> really took you under the wing. That's so encouraging to hear. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. love that because. A lot of times in our churches, we, we, we close in, you know, we get there, 
not nowadays because of the you know COVID nineteen. But we get there, we 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 try to get our fill for God, and and we leave, and we don't interact with that many people around us. And, and mm-hmm. I think that sometimes really does hurt our churches because there are people that are coming in and seeking, and and we are called to do that. So it's just so awesome to hear that there was that kind of positive positive influence uh on your husband um you know that people people made and and, you know you were only there a short period of time and and they made an internal impact they did and i i can't say we've experienced i mean we've been to other amazing churches but the way that they just took us in like that that was one thing that church just did so well was taking the new people and just making sure that they felt welcomed and known and comfortable and then also just that they knew Jesus you know mm-hmm. well thank you so much for sharing I really really appreciate it and I, I absolutely love uh, God's story of faithfulness through your life yeah thank you Mark thanks for allowing me to share and I hope that uh, someone out there hearing hearing my story can, this can help grow their faith as well Absolutely. So here at as at Amazed by God, we, we kind of like to just end with two questions to get to know you a little bit better. So is there any Bible character story or verse other than the one you already shared that um, you'd like to share with us? Well, I mean, I'll just say uh, I've always I've always liked um, Job from the Bible um, just because our, I've always um, been inspired by his story because it's all about human suffering and how, you know, to say it in layman's terms, bad things happen to good people. And sometimes good things happen to bad people, you know, and just all of the loss and the trauma that he went through. And I just think his faith remained strong. Mm -hmm. He never lost faith through all of the horrible losses that he endured. And so he's an inspiration to me. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I like him. I like at the end when he starts questioning God and God's like, where were you when I made this, that, and the other? And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it, it really gives us that, that idea that, that we are finite, you know, and, and we're not going to be able to comprehend everything. Um, so yeah. So, uh, and is there any song you would like to share, uh, that has touched you in some way? So I really enjoy the song new wine by Hillsong. And if, if, have you, have you heard that song, Mark? Uh, nope. I can't say that I have. So check it out. The lyrics are beautiful. Um, it was introduced to me a couple years ago. One of my friends was singing it at church and it's just about God using us and how, you know, we're crushed and pressed like the grapes, but new wine comes out of us just, um, using those, those difficult times to really, um, bring something beautiful out of us. And so the lyrics to that song are just so beautiful and encouraging and I really enjoy it. All right. I'll definitely have to look that up. That's new wine you said by Hillsong. Yes. All right. We will definitely have to look that up. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story um, and being a blessing to God and hopefully to others uh, as this goes out. So um, I, I thank you for taking some time out of your day. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. I, re- I appreciate it. Uh, so for Amazed by God, this is Mark Sitchin, and we will see you in a couple Mondays. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.